Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Jim and Sam Town Square. Today, we're recapping week three of May 2023. I'm Scott King. Jim and Sam fans know me from the Forbes articles I've written about the guys. And I'm joined, as always, by multi-Emmy award-winning television producer, Chris Cangilla. Chris, how's it going? Again, we have a lot to talk about here. As we always do. Thank you, Scott. And of course, you know, we never get to say your accolades, but what an incredible week you had with some great interviews and coming out and videos and stuff there was if you don't get it if anybody hasn't had a chance to look up scott and check out his interviews on the youtube page it is worth worth the wait and worth the effort i should say thank you thank you little good stuff but yeah for jim and sam a good week we did get cheated one day and i have a little bit of an issue with that but uh no it was great to have them live for three i'll take it i'll take one day of live i don't care i just like listening yeah and they understand like when they get the tweets like where are you guys like even the the angry ones, they don't care because it means they always talk about that. I mean, people want the show. It's good. That's so, right. That's right. Yeah. So we got him back on Tuesday. And not only did we get Jim and Sam back, but apparently some bees are back as well. Yeah, the bees are back. I guess Jim went and saw his mother for Mother's Day and was driving back. And he took a kind of a detoured route through Staten Island. I thought he was going to say hello to the, the Tefts, but no. He was driving through Staten Island, and uh, I think at a rest stop, maybe he ran into yeah. what he thought was a Japanese or Asian beetle uh, because it was so large and, and scared the living daylights out of him. <laughs> so he 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 got scared from that. Uh, did, did we was that the one where they thought there was something else? There was a little yeah. more research done in the show. Travis thought it was a ground beetle. Excuse me, ground uh, hornet. Yes. And a caller actually clarified everything. It was a killer, a cicada killer, which oh. is something that goes after those weird cicadas. And they're huge, too. But, yeah, it was uh, it was crazy. And it led to another story of of wasps and bees elsewhere. Uh, yes, this one was one of the best bits of the week. You have a wasp fly into Jim's luxurious apartment that's always kind of having issues as it is. And him and his girlfriend did a little Abbott and Costello routine trying to get rid of the wasp. And when I heard that the wasp, you know, we're going to get into memorabilia and collectibles. When I heard that the wasp went behind his Woody Allen poster, I was freaking out. I was having anxiety because I wasn't at the moment. I wasn't picturing it framed for some reason. I just pictured like, just the poster. And then I like later, I'm like, oh, it was framed. But still, like if you drop that and crack that, you got to get it reframed. You could damage the poster. So you don't know if they, you know, some some bugs could like poke through and eat the posters. Like I was freaking out when I heard yeah. this story and they, they got into a big dispute over it. They really did. And I as you, I thought it was uh, just a poster on the wall like we did when we were in high yeah. school. And I thought that they were going to just push against the wall and, and squish them that way. But you wouldn't do that to the a poster that you love so much. But yeah, it was framed. And there is a lot of dispute on how to get the wasp out of the apartment. And it was funny because sometimes when Jim was angry at it, he called it a wasp. And Jim was not as angry at that. He called it a bee. So we're not sure if it's a wasp or a bee. Uh, But yeah, they uh, got into a little discussion. And I guess Jim's girlfriend kind of freaked out and screamed. And Travis said he would do the exact same thing. If that happened to him, he would have that same reaction but yeah, they had a little bit of a, a disagreement in how to get it out. And I guess when they are trying to remove the poster, she screamed a little bit more. Jim was worried about his hands getting bit as he's holding the poster. And in his haste, he, taking it out the uh, the door to the, uh, what does he have out there? A little lanai, if you will, or a little balcony or whatever yeah, balcony. it is. Terrace, and, uh, he calls it. Terrace, yes, the terrace. Ice um, coffee, he, I think it's called. I think it is, yeah. We'll, we can ask uh, Edna about what Jim's... Uh, 
landing off of his apartment is. But anyway, um, he smashed, not smashed, but he kind of damaged a little bit of the wall. Yeah, yep. nicked the wall, which was upsetting. Um, but he didn't damage the poster. And it gave us lots of laughs for uh, Domesticated Jim. Yes. And, and Domestic Jim had a domestic dispute because once the wall was nicked, his girlfriend said, I knew you were going to do that. And Jim was already worked up. So he, he replied, you F and B is what yeah. he said. So he went, he went, to he the nuclear, went to the nuclear option. Uh, he kind of got there a little quick. He apologized. He, he got there. But yeah, it, it was good. Good Speaking for us. Of things, good uh, things that get a little out of hand. There was another, you know, Jim and Sam. I think Sam loves these Karen videos, which are always amusing, always a little bit cringe inducing uh for for to, to see if your fellow white people usually but this one was a bike i think it was a uh it was a nurse trying to get a bike yeah. and someone had already ordered the bike yeah it was uh, a whole controversy and it's interesting too because i just saw this happened on uh over, i don't know when it happened but they talked about it on tuesday and then just today i saw that someone was saying that the story was reversed that the the other guys actually had the bike and the girl it was their, you know, her bike and they took it. Oh. I don't agree with that. From what I listened to, it seemed like the guys really handled it well. And and this Karen, if you will, was just irate and not, it's just, it was horrible. And Jim made a good point. You know, he doesn't like, she shouldn't get fired. She shouldn't, yeah. you know, I know she's on, she's suspended from the hospital right now while they investigate, but it's just, it's just an interaction. You know, before we had Twitter and everything, it was just interaction. People would have, exactly. People would have disagreements in public over things like uh, transportation or something. And you would not lose your job and be branded a uh, Karen for life. So that is unfair. I do. I think um, that that group did handle it well. Arguably, the person who said her her child is going to be born with disabilities may not maybe, have handled it. Maybe did not handle it in the best light there. But, but everyone yeah. else did. Yeah, but there's no physical contact. No one touched her. So, yeah, it was uh, it was handled mostly okay. So we were on so something that, and we got some more developments from it this week. We were deep into why are we not hearing from our guy Mike Montone last week when we did our yep. recap last week. And we yeah, got we put that inspector today. hat on. We were detectives. We, we, we were noticed like, a difference. We're so, not trying to you know, blow this up, but we right, but credit Mike. to Montone because we did notice his absence. Yeah, but what, what was he out for, uh, Scott? Oh, so he had another surgery on his eye. You know, the lazy eyewitness news. He had an eye issue from you. You think it would be military involved, but right. it was actually an old football injury. I think he got hit in the, the eye with football, I believe. Yeah. And, uh, now Jim was saying it looks ninety percent better. Mike saying he's no more double vision. It's it sounds like he looks better. Sounds like. He can see better. So good for him. That's awesome news. Yeah, I'm really happy for him because, you know, it's something that you can't control. And and it's yeah. one of those things where someone I've, you know, met people with had a lazy eye. You're not sure where to look at them. It's hard to look them yeah, in sure. the eye, if you will. And it's, it's just and I'm sure they feel that energy, too. So I'm just happy for Mike that that is, you know, rectified. I know he has some healing to do still, but I, I can't wait to see how it looks. I know you're like me, Chris. You love that they started going through gifts they receive. It kind of makes you question how many gifts they've gotten in the past. Is there like a big pile? And somewhere? they haven't talked it's, about those gifts. What, you know, which ones are, yeah. you know, they're talking about something. Maybe they haven't talked about all the other ones. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? There might be somewhere and they might have to go through them all. But you are very good at breaking them down. You you get, you're very detail oriented with the gifts. I know. Uh, I know we got something from somebody that may have been wronged by Rich Voss and then somebody uh, fixed a gift that they had sent yeah. for. So we, uh, the, the guys got some custom made coasters, wooden coasters, meaning, you know, for your, your cup. So you don't, you know, damage the wood on your coffee table. 
And uh, the guy did a great job. It's Joe, who was uh, the guy that was going to do all the woodworking for Voss. And Voss decided to give him the Heisman and and <laughs> go get it on, on Amazon. But uh, each one was made. You know, I think he had the Black Caviar logo for Troy. He had a Disney thing for Travis, Sam's logo. And then I think we had maybe a Chip or a Doug Bell. Chip for, Army. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Uh, it was, uh, was kind of cool. And then, of course, they got some more gifts. As they ordered them this time, uh, they got the Edna Faust coffee uh, shirts that were messed up when the quote was in the reverse order. And uh, they got them in the Dunkin' Donuts brown. And uh, everything seems to be a-okay with them. Because, of course, Sam brought up why Jim didn't want him in black. What was that reason again? Uh, because black dye makes him itchy. It's itchy. Yeah, Makes perfect sense to me. Uh, real quick, I want to say that I want to give Joe props. He tweeted out the, a picture of the coasters. They look great. Oh. And uh, if Jim and Sam fans want to see them, Jim and Sam's Twitter account retweeted it. So you can see what those look like. They're really good. I'm Drop sorry I missed that. If you want something. Yeah, I'm going to take and, a look at that. Yeah, maybe he'll make us some coasters or something. And we'll The yes, town square, they, uh, for crying out loud. <laughs> we need them. Nick That's and right. Calvin definitely righted their wrongs. And, you know, I, went, I wouldn't joke about, about this uh, with the tension in our country, but uh, in, they included the <laughs> Jersey Mike's gift cards. They did say they were reparations for their mistake before. Yeah, it, it seemed like maybe Travis was hoarding those cards away from Troy, which I don't think was very nice. He, so. he was keeping pretty close to the vest. He didn't yeah. want to reveal that, but he wound up doing it. And you know uh, what? This, this next thing that happened on Tuesday was a big ordeal. I loved Sam's storytelling with it. And I'm, I'm going to let you take this one away because you kind of had a recent trip to the vet as well, even though Sam's might have been more of a surprise. Yeah, Sam's was an urgent one, and, and I'll be brief in the recap of this. But yeah, Sam uh, had a, a birthday party for one of his children, and everything was set up. But he wanted to get the dog kind of at the groomers, and then the dog can be away during the party. I have a dog that, you know, is barking. You might even hear him today, but barking uh, during uh, during parties. And it just, you just got to get the dog away. So Sam's idea was to take him away, took him to the groomers. Long story, the groomers had a little accident, cut Sam's dog's foot and they had to take it into a vet, and it was uh, just a disaster. And and Sam has a big dog. Yeah. Uh, it's a, a golden doodle or uh, something like that. Labradoodle. Or, no, labadoodle. Labadoodle. Thank yep. you. And uh, and so uh, Lila Garrity, if you uh, are the yes. Friday Night Lights uh, fandom like I am, but yeah, they uh, they had to do some emergency work, and uh, Sam just told the whole story of how he had to calm the dog and the issues that they had doing the work and. It just reminds me, it's so funny, I'm listening to this on Tuesday, I went through my pet's uh, vet appointment on Monday, and my dog is kind of challenging. We take him to the vet one time a year, because he does not like going, he's kind of doesn't like to be touched or handled, so when I, when I take him in there, I'd say, please give him the works. Do his nails, do his teeth, do the backside thing that they got to do on some of the dogs, and also, you know, give him a bath and and take care of all his checkup stuff. And he had uh, five teeth extracted on Monday to go with the, I don't know, 15 he had two years ago. He's 12, 13 years old, so he's getting up there in age. So, yeah, you know, Sam, thank God, had the uh, the groomers responsible for the payment of that bill. My dog's bill was not uh, an enjoyable one for me for uh, for that. It never is. You always hear about what a racket it is at the vet. Speaking of rackets, with social media, you're seeing them more and more determine people's algos or algorithms. So it's really catered to 
your interests. And this was something that was talked about Tuesday. It kind of makes you think, okay, what, what is mine? And uh, I'll let you go. I'll let you go first, Chris. What is, what do you see in your algos? Yeah, it's interesting. Um, Cause when they talked about it, it fit with everything that, you know, Jim was saying, I see people on high buildings climbing uh, without any, you know, cause he loves that stuff. I'm surprised he didn't see any, you know, beheading videos or something like oh, that. Oh, exactly. Something worse. But yeah, for me, it's a, uh, it's guitar, guitar, a lot of people playing guitars and, and, and showing how to play certain songs. Cause I like that so much. And dog videos, which we just got done talking about. So, though, you know, I kind of have that in common. And then, you know, we get some weird stuff. I like RVs, like like Jim was talking about a couple of weeks ago. So oh, I see yeah. all these conversion vans and RV stuff. And it's just like yeah. or it's tiny houses. I don't know. I don't want a tiny, tiny house. house. But I, <laughs> yeah, I just thought they're kind of cool. What about yours? Not Kelly. So for me, it's it's different on Facebook and Twitter, I've noticed. So, you know, people that, that watch on YouTube, you can see... I have a Wolverine section of my little uh, makeshift office Zoom studio here. Um, love Wolverine, fair, one of my favorite characters in anything ever. So on Twitter, I will literally have Wolverine as an enter- entertainment, um, uh, usually it's trending for you know that sector of right. comic books and everything. I see Wolverine every day, and I see some Chicago sports. And I'm not, I'm kind of less and less into sports, more into entertainment with my. Forbes stuff. So it's interesting that still sticks that way. Chicago sports yeah. and Wolverine and Marvel on Twitter. And then on Facebook, this shows that I I am a little like Jim. I before a lot of times before Wait, bed on Facebook. Hang on a second. Please be careful on what you say next because we don't know where it's gonna go. And I this want is, you to this keep is evidence. This, this is evidence game. if there is to be a proceeding. Uh no, I I am always enthralled with high stakes police videos and i do watch them before i go to bed so there are a lot of like like you know when uh a criminal or perpetrator is trying to get away and there's maybe there's shootouts i'm always like fascinated and watching like how it's handled and what transpires so that is that is what comes up uh every night in my yeah I watch them a lot. it made me think of, of that too there was there's a guy that does uh nba videos i forget his last name it's rob and when he is in Los Angeles, he loves to live stream on Twitch, California uh, chases, highway chases. Oh, yeah, those two. Yeah. So I get into those really quick. Oh, but you're talking about your your makeshift office. This is mine, obviously. Yeah. And I see this uh, painting. I don't have poor taste. It's kind of a weird looking painting behind me. But there's a reason for it. My best friend that I grew up with was a blue man or, you know. Oh, you know, awesome. The, the guys that drum and do yeah, the shows. Great show. And part of the their thing is they put paintballs in their mouth. They spin the the canvas there and they spit the paint. And that's his from his first show in New York. That's so, awesome. What a um, cool thing. Yeah, it's kind of nice having it up there. And I just kind of wanted to make sure people knew that, uh, you know, it's not that I just think that's a cool looking painting, which is it's not bad, but it's memorable to me. It's good that you pointed it out because people are probably like me where you're looking at those shiny Emmys more. And well, you see that beautiful artwork from the Blue Man Group show. I just bought those. I didn't. Earn those. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Knockoffs. Exactly. And then uh, let's go to the SI covers uh, real quick, so we get to Wednesday. Um, so SI has this, you know, we're being, you know, age friendly, body, you know, love your body, all that. They're going to do that. So do you, do you remember who was all on the covers? We have Martha Stewart. Yeah. Uh, Megan Fox. And I don't remember if there's a uh, plus size model or not. This time. Not sure about that. You know, growing up, the Sports Illustrated issue was the must thing to have in high school and college. Um, it was our, for lack of a better word, playboy for yeah. the straight and narrow. 
Um, but yeah, it was, it was great to have that. And yeah, Martha Stewart was on this one and, um, she did look great. Now I'm sure there's some, or, uh, you know, touch up work on that things, but I was amazed at 81 or something like that. You looked terrific. So yeah, it was kind of cool. Sure. And I think they completely, um, shot themselves in the foot and did away with their whole natural beauty thing by having Megan Fox on the cover who yeah. may have, may or may not have had some procedures anyways. Yes, for sure. Um, we hear getting to Wednesday, there was a little bit of a, perhaps a revelation that um, Jim and Jim and Sam themselves may have been hanging out uh, on Monday and joked that that was the reason perhaps for not having the show Monday. And they said that when there's no shows and there's reruns, just know that the boys are summering together. It makes me feel better about missing a a live show. If I know that the boys are, you know, holding hands or maybe going up to Lake George, which is one of stuff. Yeah, you know, Jim's favorite, one of his favorite vacation spots was Lake George. So maybe maybe they're just being being boys together. You know, they always go to break and they say things that they're going to do. You know, let's go to break and let's let's make, you know, what they're going to say. And uh, it's usually not something that Sam wants to be part of. Um, but maybe that happens when they're summering together. I just want them to be in love and to be together. Yeah, just, just having a good time enjoying each other's company. And Chris, what did we find out that Lake George is good for? on uh, Wednesday show? Well, Lake George offers some of the best soaps and fresh fruit, according to Jim, which is always, you know, it's important to travel three and a half hours out of Manhattan, you know, north of Albany there to get your soaps and fresh fruit. But, you know, it's just showing that there's a softer side of Jim these days and Uh, it's, uh, it's being clean with the soap and then healthy living with fruit, I guess. Which makes for so much great radio. Everyone's reaction to that. And the fact that he will still say hilarious, vicious things too. So he's, you have that he's different and he's not. And it's, it's so angel on one side, devil on the other, right? Exactly. It's still so interesting. Uh, his role on the show. Uh, so we hear about that. And then we're, we heard, you know, I, I think hopefully we get more and more, but we heard a little bit about that. They're still in the planning phase, <laughs> the planning phase for Jim's, Next big bash, the duck and goose soiree, and a uh, great line from Montone. Um, if you want to uh, tell us what he he might, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure who brought it up, but they, you know, they were talking about how this came shortly after the they're talking about Montone's new eye, and they decided to call it the debutante eyeball instead of the debutante ball. So Jim's party may be known as a debutante eyeball, yeah, in uh, celebration of Mike's new eye. Yep, yep, and. I always love when they get into you're speaking of Jim, when he gets into his old like stand up stories and what it was like on the road and and um, heading to the city from New Jersey when, when he was in New Jersey trying to be a New York comic. And we got to hear about those early days and there was some more Phil Salmon talk. Yeah, I mean, I guess Phil was a guy that really helped these up and coming comics find find locations to to gig at and they admire him and, and thank him dearly for that. They delve into his career a little bit more, and, and they found out that maybe he was doing he was doing a, a, a show that looked at a decent venue uh, using a guitar amp as his PA system and a microphone cable that was maybe three to six feet long, so yes. he couldn't roam too far. So, you pretty, know, yeah, pretty stationary, challenging, yeah. right? Yes, yes, and I think that he did help a lot. Of comics, it certainly sounds that way. And the reason he's on the show, or at least first got on the show, is because Jim gives him a lot of credit. But Phil, the best part about Phil is he is still chasing that credit and that that salute from Adam Sandler. He wants to make it known that he helped get Adam Sandler his star as well. 
Yeah, exactly. So, well, you know, we wish Phil the best of luck on that. He's awesome. And keeping things moving here, we have talked about this, I think even recently on the show, that we know Sam loves wrestling. We know he's a big collectibles guy. And he knows that Jim has, from, I believe, performing at a bachelor party, has a Shane McMahon T-shirt that pretty much none exist or existed outside of that event. And there's still been no indication that Jim will give that shirt to Sam. Jim's just toying with him. And it's something I think, I think it's probably the thing that Sam wants most out of their relationship. He doesn't even want a good partner for the radio show. He wants that shirt. And so it, it, you know, it really, it really gets at Sam and they like poking the bear on that one too. And they were talking about things that Jim would get, you know, more kiss things. And we can talk a little bit more about what Jim did get uh, through, uh, through eBay. But, um, you know, Sam, they were like, Sam, if you got, you know, Jean's boot, would you trade that to, to Jim for that T-shirt? What would you trade to Jim? So it was a whole controversy what Sam might trade to get that uh, that uh, cool T-shirt that's one of a kind, I guess. Yeah. Do you remember what he would trade? I don't exactly. I was, I was thinking it was a boot, but it was it was a lot. And here's the thing. I real quick. I don't. I don't know if Jim's joking. I think Jim is also a collector of things, uh, movie things, Kiss. I think he knows it's valuable or it just doesn't want to get to the basement to open the box because there's not a lot of like jokes from Jim about it. It's like the subject just kind of changes. Yeah, I I, I can see a part of that. But I just feel that Jim truly, truly loves Sam. Oh, for sure. But he would make that would make Sam happy. And Jim doesn't really care. It's in a it's in the basement in his storage unit in a box. I don't think Jim loves it that much. I think some other rare stuff he has, too. Yeah. But what he does love are the chopper posters. Exactly. And I think he mentioned that he might have gotten them. Is that right? He did. He did. So our suspicions that he had purchased them when he was talking about diving into those Facebook groups, which we knew could be uh, an issue. And he would spend a lot of time doing that. So he got, he got them from there. It sounds like, and it sounds like he's buying some, uh, some other posters too. Yeah. He's, uh, he's just going after stuff. And they made a joke about, of course you bought multiple things. You can't just buy one thing. You have to buy multiple things of that. And that led to Sam talking about that new Netflix show, right? The King of Collectibles, I yes. think it is. Yes. And, uh, you know, I don't collect much at all. Maybe some instruments, some guitar stuff, but I played them. Do you collect many things? I do. I do. So I, that show I started to watch first episode is really cool. Golden is Golden. It's about golden auctions. They are the biggest kind of auctions and, and buyers and sellers of uh, collectibles from what I understand. And the thing that really spoke to me was getting things like graded and certified in the private signings, because that is something I do in my spare time. So I had a comic collection. I still have a lot of it that I started when I was in grade school. And later, when I found out Stan Lee was doing signings, I I had him sign some and I've sold some and I still get some. And now um, I'm also sending them in when I hear actors from the MCU are doing private signings. I send some books in and uh, basically sell some so I could keep my collection and keep it going. It's like, it's a, like a trade-off, you know? Let me ask uh, you a question on that. Cause that yeah. kind of came up during the show. When you send those stuff out, is it just, you insure it, you hope that it comes back in a certain way because you're, are you going to the places? Are you actually, no, I used to, but I'm, I'm, I'm a bit busy now to do that. And yeah. so like some people will be in Chicago, they have these big comic conventions. Some actors will be in Chicago, like once yeah. a year, twice a year for them, but they're, they're all over the country. So you hear like, Oh, that guy's there. 
He's not going to be here. I'm going to send some books over to this third party I know. And they basically have a witness and it gets certified by a company called CGC, which is okay. like the biggest certifier of comics. Are you when you send magazine. them out? Like, are you worried that they could get damaged or lost? And So my experience has never happened. I've been All doing right. this since 2009. Never All happened. Right, yeah. So yeah, the, would... the more expensive ones, I do get ins uh, insurance with shipping. Okay. Is what I do. So yeah, it's, it's fun, man. I love how... Um, yeah, so real quick... Why Scott is going to pick up something and show us. Yeah, I mean, they were just talking about how those shows are just. I love right. how and they then, look after you get them. Um, so this is the label. It back a little bit. Nine, yeah. Six. Oh, my goodness. That's great. And it's protected. X-Men 500 signed by one of the best comic book artists, Alex Ross and Stan Lee. So that is incredible. This is what I get. Man. And I love them. Yeah. Oh, good for you. Good for you. It's it's Thanks. nice to have a, a healthy habit like that, right? <laughs> and don't, I don't know if my wife calls it that, but not and not. Well, to you could get into you can get into a lot of more destructive behavior than that. Yes. Maybe maybe the kids' college fund is enhanced or depleted. We don't know. And so my my collectibles habit gets us into our next topic with fake reality shows because I was on one. I was on AMC's Comic Book Men, Kevin Smith show. I, I had sold no idea. a comic uh, signed by Stanley, a Punisher one, to those guys, and it was fun. And they talked about the, you know, uh, the uh, especially the Vegas show, uh, uh, Pawn Stars. Yeah, there's always like, yeah, our experts right around the corner, and that's sure, hilarious. Right that's next how door. shows are. I got to call a guy that is an expert in pre World War II uh, bullets. You know, something weird, and yeah, he's right across the street. We'll bring yeah. him over. It's like what? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's it's crazy. And then they also talk how stupid some of the acting is by yes. the people in this show, and and it's all scripted and. And, and Troy kind of nailed it. It is exactly, it's horrible. And to me, the people that watch these kind of reality shows and believe that that's really happening, that the person's like, hey, I just brought these in. You know, it's it's all set up. It's all produced. Are the same people that believe the War of the Roses or Carmen <laughs> right, Calls right. on terrestrial radio. It's right. the same thing. It's like, please don't get so hoodwinked by these reality shows. Enjoy them for what they are. You know, there's many times I'm watching you know, a drama and it's far-fetched as far as like, you know, a spy thing. You just kind of, you know, it's not reality and you just go with it. So don't believe that these things are exactly happening. Exactly. And I, I will give that show, Kevin Smith and his crew credit because they didn't, there was no like, you're going to no. sell it, you're going to buy it. Yeah. It was a legit transaction. I pretty much got what I paid for it. Um, so I could justify taking the trip there. I got some, some cash for it. And uh, they just had some guys try out some funny lines kind of while we were there. It was pretty legit. I really enjoyed it. And that also uh, brings us into a reality show causing Jim and Troy to get a little bit of the fog, a little bit out of it for uh, maybe a few minutes. Yeah, go ahead and tell us a little bit more of how that brought it up. It sounds it like Troy on the show is the biggest fan of American Pickers. They were talking about American Pickers, and I believe a they were admiring, uh, I think Danielle is one of the co-host yeah yeah and uh and they were going into all the things that they love about the show and then just takes a left turn into the fog and and it's hard to get those guys back and they have to go on to another subject i mean sam and travis try but we know what happens with jim and troy we do something we didn't know and it was like a throwaway line from jim was that he spray tanned recently and i don't i don't know if this not was once he's done oh, it twice we heard about twice. Yeah. And here's the thing. So he's spray town. I don't know, like you're going to say, probably he, I don't know if he did it for a role or if he yeah, did it for know. his personal life or did he do it so he could maintain sleeping in another bedroom? Because if you recall, 
he and his girlfriend were sleeping in other separate bedrooms because she got a spray tan one time and he's worried about the sheets getting damaged from that tan. So maybe he's like, I got to prolong this other bedroom thing. So I'm going to get a spray tan so I can stay in my cooler bedroom and not the hot one. This is why our show is taking off. I love your theories. I love your angles. We dive so deep into Jim and Sam. and Maybe too deep. You know, people are like, I, don't, I, I disagree. Well, uh, my wife thinks the, I'm an idiot, but that's okay. Yeah. The podcast uh, statisticians in Ireland beg to differ with you. Yeah, we're doing you, well in Ireland. A notification that this podcast is very big in Ireland. It was weird to get this email saying uh, your you know, your podcast is ranked this high in uh, in Ireland. I'm like, awesome, okay. But, <laughs> but uh, no, I so yeah, I thought that I thought maybe for a role, or maybe because we've heard his girlfriend does that, and uh, he's just trying to look you know look a little look a little uh, snazzy. But yeah, yeah. maybe let me, it is let, me let me ask you what this is. noise in the studio yeah in my little studio my dog's barking was that happening at Sirius again tell me what was going on there I heard it and like you uh probably my stomach dropped and I'm like you feel for them a little bit if there's gonna be ongoing construction at Sirius they they probably you know would have heard if there is so it's probably just been a one-time thing maybe outside the building or something but that was some of the funniest radio a couple of years ago. And I was going on, it was so loud. Oh, and they're doing it during morning radio at a, at a radio it's company. It's so frustrating that it's, yeah, you know, do it any other time. I know it's expensive to do stuff overnight, but do yeah, it anytime. Yeah, and I've worked company. at some studios that had to do some some stuff like that. And it was really hard to, you know, the floor above us was being refinished in, in court or something like that. It's like, how are we supposed to work, you know, work in a TV station? How are we supposed to work in the studio? So yeah, yeah it, was, it was crazy. And, and then we heard that, because Jim went to the opera one time, he's getting calls from them to see if he wants to go again, which was just like, come on. He's a man of high stock. I can see him oh, yeah. in the opera. Yeah, he's not a man of low stock. That's no, for sure. By no means. Uh, speaking of high stock, Chrissy Mayer, who I uh, was recently thrown off a plane for. I, I didn't think that she was dressed too uh, scantily clad with her friend, I believe, Keanu. Uh, that was so funny. I saw that kind of tr- like trending on Twitter. And then she's, I didn't realize it was her. And I knew who she was. And she's on the show talking about it. We might get into her a little more when we talk about uh, Guest of the Week. And we got a few more minutes here. So right. um, Jim's career is doing very well. You're hearing how much he's selling out like every venue. And it sounds like he's... Uh, filming a few things as well but I think because so much is going on he said he's you know a little stressed out and that stress and that tension is uh, manifesting itself in very gym ways yeah it's it's um it's not as bad as it used to manifest itself but there are some purchases and some tugging going on but I will tell you this the funniest thing that happened and I know we got to go kind of quick yeah, here is sorry. when they're talking about the the uh the new kind of let's just say modern day story of the Troy pooping his pants during a fight yes. happened recently caught on, on video for somebody else. And so they went to the expert Troy about all the things that happened in that video. And uh, it was kind of funny. He was the expert. It's like, you know, he was like Joe Rogan calling a fight during that video. Um, you could see that video is hard to watch the kid fighting and, and soiling himself. You could see it there. And uh, I, I think Troy was lucky that nobody found out about it. Yeah. But yeah, definitely a crazy video. And um, my friend and I, we go on, he he does it, you know, by his house, I do on mine. When you get a little break during work, you take a long walk. And when you have to go to the bathroom and you're out far from your house, he calls it a code brown. That's kind of yeah. my... Uh, well, I have a little bit of the same kind of thing when I go out to eat. Um, and uh, it's kind of like, they think they call it a spastic colon, where it just, 
you eat and it has, you have to go. And my wife's, you know, if she sees it in my face, she goes, are you having a situation, a shit situation? So, uh, yeah, that sounds like Sam's dog. Exactly. So it happens quite a bit. You know, we're running out of time. We should probably move forward to what our uh, guest of the week. Do you have a guest of the week? It's kind of limited. Yeah, let's do it. Um, so we had Chrissy and I, you know, we were talking before the show as we do about, about big matters, Jim and Sam. And I think we're going to count John, John Cena. He's on the show, Sam interviewed him in person. And, um, Chrissy's great. She knows the guys well. She's very funny. I loved hearing her like, you know, she's like, yeah, maybe we, could, we should have done this. But I think they were kind of, she wasn't like completely outraged and wasn't no. obnoxious about it. And I did think she was, her and her friend were wrong. So yeah, that, I didn't Chrissy, think what she was wearing. Yeah, was yeah I think it was fine. But the John Cena interview was great. It's a huge get from Sam. I, I know he's talked, I'm sure he's talked to him before. Yeah, if you so, weren't paying close enough attention, you might have skipped it. Uh, it did happen after the show on Thursday. And yeah. he had about a half an hour with John. And it was incredible where they were able to. Uh, really be comfortable, tell great stories. So for me, I love Chrissy, but that John Cena interview was great. And Sam did a fabulous job. He asked the right questions, you know? For sure. And he's done that so long. If you if you happen to see the, these uh, A&E documentaries they do about WWE, Sam is excellent on them as kind of the talking head expert. They have him on a lot. So yeah, that's his world. And he's so great Sam's going through the hourglass really quickly on us here right now. Why don't we yes. get to the line of the week? You go, uh, you go first for me, my friend. Uh, Look, or I, I can go. Yeah, you go, you go. go. You go. All right, I'll go. So Sam was telling the story about the vet giving his dog uh, the injection. And Sam said, it's okay because, you know, I was in front of her, not behind her. So the dog could see me the whole time. And Travis said, yeah, it's when you get behind her that the dog starts panicking. But oh, Travis okay. nailed it. If you read I, it I between the it. lines, Travis nailed it. Yeah. I got it. I had to think for a second. We got a minute here. Um, it was when... They were actually talking about the collectibles and the golden auction show, and they found out that it was uh, a Jackie Robinson jersey that had sold for seven million, which is insane for uh, collectibles and things not in a museum. And Jim and <laughs> uh, Jim goes, uh, Jim goes, was he was he still in it? And I think uh, that he follows it up with his skeleton. <laughs> like, yeah. like, for that much money, you got to have the whole the whole thing, maybe for a little DNA. But yeah, yeah that's the, the best line. And here we are coming to coming to an end, everybody. We got through it. You know, it was a, a short week, but we had so much to talk about. Thank you so much for watching and listening. And thank you, Chris. Absolutely, Scott. Thank you so much, and everybody, come join us in the town square next week. Thanks for watching and listening to the Jim and Sam Town Square. Please remember to like and subscribe and turn on that notification bell, not Doug Bell, so you don't miss an episode. And if you're just listening to the podcast, please leave us a five-star review. We really appreciate it.